0: Welcome to Season 8 of the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. This podcast is dedicated to helping coaches, teachers, and leaders of all types become their best through the use of quotes. I'm your host, Scott Rosberg. Each week, we'll discuss inspirational, impactful, and motivational quotes to help you become your best as you work to lead your teams to become their best. So make sure you've laced them up tight, you're focused on your target, and you're ready to dive in to today's Great Quotes for Coaches. Well, hi, everybody. Welcome to the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. Uh, my apologies ahead of time. Um, I've been fighting a bit of a cold, <clears throat> a bit of a sore throat. You know, this happens to me every year that I've been a, a head basketball coach, probably every year uh at the end of the season I uh I get sick now I haven't gotten sick sick yet but uh I've been kind of fighting it off and we'll see if I can continue to fight it off or if it's going to hit me hard here but uh I'm sure a lot of you go through that too excuse me you um you know you have no time to be sick when you're in the middle of a season And so you kind of just, your body says, no, we'll, we'll wait. And then all of a sudden your body says, okay, here we go. It's time. You don't need to be anywhere in particular right now, even though, of course we do. Uh, So it kind of gets to you. So anyway, so if you're hearing that in my voice a little bit, or if I cough occasionally, I apologize, but that's what I'm dealing with. Uh, Today, we're going to move to a quote that I did not even know about until last week. And and you might it might not even be considered a quote. It's three words, but then I'm going to go into more in terms of it, uh, explaining it a little bit more in more detail. Well, actually giving you, you know, quoting the guy who said the three words, because then he went on to explain them. <clears throat> and some of you may have seen this because I think I saw this uh, on Twitter and uh, from one of those coaching leadership types of uh, sites. Um, uh, Brett Ledbetter, um, um, What Drives Winning? It might have been his. Uh, I think it's Brett Ledbetter. Anyway, gosh, he's got such great stuff. And uh, I saw this. I'm trying to stay off of Twitter. Uh, so it sucks me right in and it's such, uh, I just get so tired of all the political garbage on it. And, uh, and yet it sucks me right in. Uh, and so it's such a negative place to be. But when I see these kind of gems, it's like, Oh, this is well worth checking out. So it was a, um, from an interview probably in Great Britain many years ago with the great British actor Michael Caine. And he was asked at the end of the interview about his personal philosophy. And he said his personal philosophy is is this. Use the difficulty. And he explained how when he was a young actor and he was in a play, And there was an, uh, uh, in the play that was going on, uh, an actor and an actress were on stage having an argument, and one of them throws a chair, and Michael Caine is just off, off stage outside of the room where the argument is happening, and he's supposed to come in the door right as this argument is going on, and he the 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 person I, I don't remember if it was the man or the woman who threw the chair throws the chair well it gets stuck in the door and so he can only open the door a little ways and he can only get his head through the door <clears throat> and the man looks at him from inside the room and says, "What are you doing?" he says, "I can't get in the The chair is you know holding the door back." And he said, the actor said to him, you use the difficulty. He said, if it's a comedy, fall over it. If it's a drama, pick it up and smash it. (laughs) And so he said to him, you know, "This, this chair is creating difficulty in this scene. Use that difficulty. And he said, it hit him, and he then thought, oh, that's much more than just, for this scene or for acting he said he took that line and made it his own personal philosophy and it actually became his own his family's personal philosophy in many ways because time and time again he would say to his kids when something difficult was going on use the flaw, philo- use <laughs> use the use the difficulty <clears throat> and his kids would start saying that to him oh here we go I need to use the difficulty he went on to say to the interviewer, "There's never anything so bad that you cannot use the difficulty. If you can use it one quarter of one percent to your advantage, you're ahead. You didn't let it get you down." And then he he finished with saying, "Also, an added philosophy is avoid them if you can." <laughs> Michael Caine was is a, a, a great actor and and he was very funny. <coughs> um but yeah avoid the difficulties if you can but if you can't use them and i i thought oh my gosh what a great quote for us as coaches to talk to our kids to tell our kids i'm constantly telling our kids look you're going to face adversity you know it's you know a certain opponent we're going to be playing and i'll tell them okay we're going to face adversity this opponent is very quick uh, they will be up and down the floor. They will be pressing us all over the place, okay? So that'll be our adversity night, you know. Or you're facing a much taller opponent, and they're, they're very strong. Or you're facing an opponent that can shoot it really well. Or, and the list goes on and on. <clears throat> I'll say, within any given game, you're going to face adversity that you did not know was coming. In practice, you're going to face adversity you did not know that you were going to be facing. How are you going to deal with that? You know? And so if you let the adversity you know, determine who, what you do and you don't deal with it, you're going to struggle to have success. And so now I can use this, this phrase, use the difficulty, use the adversity, figure out a way to defeat it, to beat it. You know i think it was michael jordan had some quote similar to this about when uh when he'd find a you know a wall a difficulty a problem you know you you either go through it you go over it you go around it or you figure out how to get a get away from it you know i mean whatever it might be i think it i think it was something like that in fact i may have i may have discussed it at some point uh in the first few years of this podcast but but it's that concept that you're always gonna face adversity in life you're always gonna have difficulties that come up in your life in your life how are you going to use it are you going to let it defeat you are you going to let it knock you down and just keep you there no use the difficulty use it to your advantage figure out a way that you go okay I can use this what can I do how can I handle this Um, and so Whatever that difficulty may, might be, you know, make the most of it. It, it. And it might be just learning from it and having to deal with it. We're all going to face the difficulty of losing a loved one in our lives. How do we deal with that, you know? I, I mean, of course, it's not a happy subject to think about, but at some point, how do we deal with when the love, the ones that we love in our lives You know, pass away and are no longer with us. Well, we have to come through that in some way, and we have to try to figure out how do I use this to go on with my life, and hopefully to then make my life better. I mean, I think about the people in my life who have left me, and one of the things I try to do is use the lessons that I learned from them, or Think about the joy that they brought me and think, well, what can I do to do that for someone else? And, you know, those types of things. And so the difficulty that that kind of situation provides us, brings to us, it's like, man, it is so hard to get through, but figure out a way to use it. And then, of course, in your sports, you know, we're talking here, uh, as this is the great quotes for coaches, what can we as coaches do and what can we as coaches teach our kids to do to be able to use the difficulty it's funny i'm as i'm sitting here recording this i have paused a video that's in the background of the my recording software uh, it's behind it right now i can't see it but I, that i'm watching about the tallest teenager in the world uh, a seven six and a half foot kid from montreal who is uh, Sixteen years old, about to turn seventeen. I I don't know if this is right now or if this is from a couple years ago. I'll have to look back. I haven't I haven't really looked at that, but it's about him and uh, how what he's going through. And you know, he's a basketball player now. He has used that difficulty. And some people go, "What difficulty? What are you talking about difficulty?" He's seven six and a half. That's outstanding. Good for him. It's like hmm, it can be difficult. Right. Uh, it says it's a year ago, so um, you know. So now he's seventeen, um, and he he plays basketball at the IMG Academy down in Florida, right. one of those um, you know sports academies where kids go uh, to play their games, but also you know go to school as well. <clears throat> and it just it's it's a really neat interview, and uh, I'm about twenty minutes into it, 15, uh, seventeen minutes into it. It's a 21 and a half, 22 minute interview, Uh, really, or story on him, and just seems like a nice young man, and, but, you know, what he's going through, and it's like, okay, a lot of people say, gosh, he's got a really bright future, probably, but we're hearing about the difficulties, too, that a kid like this goes through. I mean, when he was in kindergarten, he was as tall as a teacher. He was 6'11", I think, 6'9", when he was 12, it's like, how difficult. I mean, what kinds of things, you know, for he's talking with uh, he meets Bill Wennington, who played for the Chicago Bulls during the the third, the third, the final three years of their um, you know, dynasty with Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen and Rodman. And Wennington is was 6'11 and he's from Montreal or from Quebec, I think, as well. And uh, he meets him and they're driving around and they're just getting to know each other and, and Wennington is saying what a really nice kid he is and but Wennington and here discussing, you know, talking about oh getting into cars. You know, there's certain cars that he just can't get in, flying on planes. He cannot Bill Wennington says he cannot handle more than an hour flight uh in coach. It's just it's just too his knees are too, too well, think about a seven six guy. I mean, he's seven inches taller than Bill Wennington um clothes finding clothes to fit finding shoes beds sleeping you know you're i mean and and so you start thinking my gosh there's a lot of things that these people go through that we don't go through most of us don't go through well one way to use the difficulty is for these two guys they became basketball players and the one made a good living playing basketball now he's a uh, commentator for the, the Bulls and has been for quite a few years. Um, and, uh, you know, this young man, um, Olivier Rio is his name, uh, you know, he's using this this thing that happened in his life where he just grew very tall. He's using it to the best of his advantages, and hopefully it works out for him that, that it turns into something where he can live a life, that's somewhat normal um, for somebody who's seven foot six inches tall heck, he might still be growing because he's seventeen years old he's now, so who knows how tall he'll get uh look at Victor Wembenyama in the n b a right now, the rookie who's seven five he's using that quote unquote difficulty you know again, so a lot of people say, what difficulty well, try living like them and see what you go through on an everyday basis. They're, they're following this kid around the, as the interviewer is walking the streets of Montreal downtown Montreal with him and every single person that walks by is looking at him, staring at him stopping him, asking him if they can take their picture with him asking him for an autograph. And he's 16 years old at the time nobody even knows who he is. They're asking who are you? You know, But because he's so tall, he s- literally stands out you know, but he's very humble, very kind, and he just takes the time with everybody, you know, well, as he continues on in life, that's going to get really old, so how's he going to use that difficulty, you know, and uh, very interesting, you know, concept, I I didn't even expect to say anything about that when I was planning this episode, I thought I'd talk for about eight, eight, nine, ten minutes, and that was it, but I thought about this young man and this is a difficulty even though many of us wouldn't look at it that way it, it he's got difficulties that you, the you and I it I'm at five eleven and 3 quarter, six foot and there's five eight you're whatever you are you and I don't have that kid's difficulties and and then he doesn't have ours either so we all have difficulties that come our way how do you use the difficulty I think it's a great concept and thank you to Michael Kane uh, for bringing that philosophy to us. And thank you to uh, I think, uh, like I said, I think it was the What Drives Winning site, Ledbetter, Brett. I think it's Brett Ledbetter. Uh, what drives winning? Some I think that's where the uh, very I first saw this last week, and uh, I just got on YouTube and looked up Michael Kane Use the difficulty or hard work hard, hard work, or whatever. And boom! That's what popped up. And so. Uh, thanks to them for providing us this week's uh, quote for the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. Next week, I, I think I've got an interview episode. We'll see. I've talked to somebody about doing it. I'm not sure if we're going to do it for this next week. It might be the week after or the week after that. But anyway, uh, got something special for you coming up at least. But not sure if that'll be next week or in the future. So, You'll see if you come back next week to the Great Quotes for Coaches podcast. I will talk to you then. Thanks for listening to today's episode. Please do me a favor and leave a rating and a review and then subscribe to the podcast. Ratings and reviews and subscriptions are really helpful in getting more ears and more listeners, getting a chance to hear podcasts. What we want to do is spread the messages of hope and inspiration from these great quotes to as many coaches, teachers, parents, and leaders of all types as possible. Also, check out our Slam Dunk Success site at slamdunksuccess.com and the Slam Dunk Success YouTube channel, where we have much more for you to help you on your road and your journey to success. I look forward to serving you again next time with another great quote for coaches.